How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 81 with Sandy Danto. This episode was really fun. We talked about movies and TV. We talked about comedy. We talked about acting. We covered a lot of ground here, so buckle up. This was a good one. Facebook.com slash Yamitat with Doug Culp. Um, interact there, you know. Go there and uh, talk about the show. <laughs> um, iTunes and Stitcher, please... Uh, leave a review or a rating, whatever you're listening to this on. If you go to yamatat.com, that's the site for the podcast. There's a donate button there for PayPal, for Australia, and for the U.S. And if I remember right, the Australia one's up top. Okay. Um, but it'll show you if you just click on it, it'll say AUD or USD. Um, Duplex Comedy Suplex last night was awesome. We had... Dave Waite, Sandy Danto, Adam Christie, and Sharon Houston. And uh, next week's going to be John Shabel, Scott Boxenbaum, Leo Flowers, and Andy Erickson. Um, so keep spreading the word about the show. It's been a lot of fun to make and a lot of fun to perform on. And, you know, just tell everyone about it. My Twitter's at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. So yam it up with me and Sandy Danto. Yeah, recording studios in here. Cool. Wow, this is really cool. Did you get this at the last bookstore? No, I made that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, thanks. It's the remnants of my first piano. That's super cool. <laughs> Yeah, it smashed into like a million pieces. And I was like, oh no. My buddy was like, you can make something out of it. And I was like, nice. Bob. Hey, buddy. Can we shut this? Is yeah. Will yeah. it be cool? Yeah, it'll be cool. It's like to be in a new spot right now. Um, no, uh, no eating the wires and stuff, all right? You won't do that. <laughs> He's like, come on, please, do you see this harness on me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm docile. <sighs> cool, man. You want to sniff your stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's cat, like, all in this room, so. Yeah, I think it's got him a little excited. <laughs> He's like, what's that smell? I know that smell. <laughs> I know that smell. Oh, yeah, he yeah. sure does. Mm-hmm. Ah. So how long have you been doing stand-up, man? Uh, It'll officially be nine years this summer. Nice. Yeah, I, I spent a y- my senior year of college writing material that I'm not sure if I ever performed any of it. But I was <laughs> prepping just like, and prepping yeah, to like, go up? Yeah, totally. Hey. I did sketch and improv in college, and I just didn't want to have to work independent on other people. Yeah. Anymore. Yep. Because yeah. with yeah, with improv, you it's like, I mean, if we don't work out well together, then that's it. Right. If you don't like, have the same sensibility and on the same wavelength yeah. and rhythm as the other people, it's not fun. Yep. Scheduling conflicts too. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of uh, logistics involved. Yeah, because even if even if the sketch is working, uh, and you're like, yeah, we're good, and then it's like, oh, you can't do it anymore. All right, right man. Right. 
totally. All it takes in college to ruin a sketch group is somebody getting a girlfriend or failing a class. <laughs> like, things that are totally outside your control. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, I guess um, the sketch heads are moving on without you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the lamest sketch group name I could come up with the, on the, the spot. Sketcher the Shape-Ups. Ah, uh, the Shape-Ups. Or, um, the hastily the hastily made drawings. Because they're kind of sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> that works. The hastily made drawings. <coughs> I'm quitting comedy today. This is a pretty cool, <laughs> very well decorated uh, studio you have here. Thanks, man. I, I did the best I could with what I had. <laughs> think you did a good job. Spatial-wise, like, this, all that stuff against this wall fits perfectly. Yeah, it does. Um, you got a lot of cool, just cultural relics and art mm -hmm. going on in here. It's, it's, it's a good creative environment. Yeah, man, it's been, it's been a good, uh, it's been a good time. Bob, what are you doing? Get out of there. There's wires and stuff back there. You might trip boy. Bob, come here. <laughs> come here. He knows. He knows what to do. <laughs> He's usually very chill. Yeah. But there's when, cat when all my over. dog when my dog's in a new place, he, he gets excited and yeah. overwhelmed. <laughs> it's okay, he hasn't been loud or anything. I just don't want him to accidentally trip the Yeah, I don't either. Power thingy. I don't need him being irresponsible <laughs> as a proxy for me. <laughs> I'm already irresponsible. Because then I'll blame you. Yeah. Will, yeah, he's just an extension. <laughs> totally. And then it's all screwed up. So I guess by proxy, then I'm just an irresponsible irresponsible extension of my parents. <laughs> it's all their fault. Yeah. You know? And then they can blame their stuff on their parents, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. Well, their parents are no longer alive. Well, I guess my dad's mom's still alive, but okay. most of the parents are dead, so like it's on them at that point. <laughs> Once your parents die, it's all on you. You can't blame yeah. can't blame shit on them anymore. Yeah. Once they're once they're dead, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know they had debts. They're dead. They can't pay them. Yeah, but can't blame can't blame them anymore. If you die and you had a lot of debt, does it fall on? I think it falls on your next of kin. Which is the worst. That's so dumb. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not their fault. I know. A, it's not their fault. Two, that person just died. Like, right, right. Let that go, creditors. Right, right. In the grand scheme of things, like, think of that person that they just, they're in the ground now and they are no longer. Like, right. just like, let the debt go, idiot. I would imagine a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of the motives for suicide are because you owe money. Or at least, anytime yeah. I've there's a whole about documentary it. about that. It was really. It's called like Maxed Out. Yeah. Okay, I need it's, to watch that. It's talking about all these like kids. But who, then the debt still needs to be paid. Yeah. That's super fucked up. Yeah, it's talking. It talks about all these kids, like college kids, who get credit cards, not even knowing what to expect, and then they get so racked up in debt that they can't pay it, and then they just like end it. And you're oh, like, that's, that's the worst. Yeah. That's that's another reason why I don't watch as many documentaries. 
Because they're super depressing sometimes. They're really sad, yeah. Also, I love I love watching documentaries. They yeah. can be sad. I don't mind getting sad. Yeah, yeah. But, but not I also all think they don't... Not all documentaries, obviously. But I also don't... I th- also, it's like, you think you're learning something, and then you come to find out, like, they left out a whole other side of the story that's relevant. Yeah. And... Because they're trying to get their view They're trying to make their point, right. Like, Blackfish was cool, and it definitely opened people's eyes to what's going on, but I'm sure there's a side of the story that we didn't hear that, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm totally wrong. You could be right. right. I haven't seen Blackfish. I've just heard from everyone. They're just like, you need to see Blackfish. Yeah, yeah. What's it about? Um... SeaWorld is treating their animals like shit. Oh, that's terrible. I feel like I just watched the movie, though, so I don't know if I need to watch it now. Right, right. As soon as that's... I mean... The premise. That is the gist of it. It's really just like... I can Google some stuff, maybe, but I probably won't. Right. It's like if somebody asked you, what's the Mona Lisa? It's a really old picture of this chick who's kind of homely and doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. Well, I don't really need to see it. You just mm-hmm. described it to me. If yeah, somebody thanks. else asked me about it, I know about yeah. it. It's like, you know what? I just watched Jaws for the first time oh. on my flight from... Uh, so I was just in Thailand. Did you get to see the whole thing? Yeah. Thailand. Right. I've never seen Jaws before. It was came out in, what, like, 1975 Yeah, yeah. Never seen it before. Did you just decide? You were like, I think I'm going to finally watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an option to watch on the plane. I could have watched a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, you know what? I've never seen this. I should watch it. But, like, uh, I already knew all the oh, cultural yeah. references. There are a lot of movies I just won't see. Cause, or I won't see out of time. principle. Or I won't see out of, uh, like, in their entirety. Or... Like, out of principle, because I'm like, I already know the cultural reference. Yeah. I've never seen The Sixth Sense. What's the point? Because it all... It, the, the whole... The whole twist is... Everybody knows it. It's yeah. it's out in the zeitgeist. The, the whole... Yep. The whole turning point of the movie. There's no point for me to see it. I get it. Yeah. I might as well have seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Any joke being made referencing mm-hmm. that movie, I get it's the same with me and, like, The Godfather and, like, Scarface. Like, a bunch of great movies that I haven't seen yet where I'm like, I know so many references to them. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of movies where people are like, have you seen such and such? I'm like, not all the way through, but, you know, I saw the part that everybody jokes about on TNT. Yeah. And then it cut to commercial and I changed the channel. <laughs> you know, like... I'm trying to think of another movie like that that I haven't seen. I another movie I watch on this flight because I've never seen is Stand by Me, which was both movies are awesome. It's Jaws and Stand by Me. Yeah. But uh, when I watch Jaws, it's really cool, and the effects from 1975 are incredible. That they yeah that they did that yeah. The music, like the Almost, slowing what, down. Forty years like the, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. But certain, just like regular shots of the movie, it's just like you can tell that it's dated. Just like 
Like, now when you watch movie, even when it's, like, a close-up on an actor, it's like, oh, that looks very... That's, like, very visually pleasing. Back then, if it was, like, a conversation between two of the actors, it was just like... Yeah. This is just looks... What am I looking at right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it just... I don't know. You're like, what is this, Steadicam? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but... I forget the point I was trying to make. Jaws is good. And Stand Jaws By is, Me. Oh, Jaws is really good. But watching Stand By Me, you realize, like, all these movies that were made during... How old are you? I'm 31. I'm 31 as well. Yeah. All these movies that we grew up on, like, Sandlot is basically, like, a feel-good, baseball-themed version of Stand By Me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, half the stuff that happens in Sandlot already happened in Stand By Me. And I didn't realize that, you know? Like, I thought, oh, they just invented that in Sandlot, but they really just ripped everything off of Stand By Me and made the kids play baseball. And s'mores. The s'mores joke. Yeah. Can't forget that one. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) And the dog and James Earl Jones. Yeah, but they did that. They kind of had that in Stand By Me when they break into the junkyard. Spoiler alert, guys. Want to see a dead body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's worth it, though, right? You get yeah. to the end, and you're like, yeah, why would they want to see a dead body? Like, now they get to it, and they're like, hmm. They're like, uh, yeah, it's like... It's not as cool as like I thought it was going to be. They're, yeah. like, It's like, well, it's one of your peers, and he's dead. No. And they're like, it's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. And you're like, like, we're going to be heroes. It's like... For, for finding somebody that's already dead? That's not how it works. And didn't Kiefer Sutherland do it or something? No, what happened was... He was just a bully. He was just a local roustabout bully. The, one, of the, <laughs> one of the ruffians, one of the lower-rung ruffians in Kiefer Sutherland's gang transients. tipped off Jerry O'Connell's character, who's a younger kid in the younger kid's gang, Right. who told the younger kids that's right, that's about right. it, and they ran to go see it. And the older kids were keeping it secret, and then they let it slip. And so the older kids <laughs> got there at the exact same time the younger kids did. Yep. And then the younger kids pulled a gun on Kiefer Sutherland for being a bully. Yep. And didn't back down. <laughs> and then... But you know what? It's, it's and warranted then he, like, because... he gets the... into the car, and he's like, all right, all right, and then they just leave, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the kid's calling in an anonymous tip instead of taking the credit for finding the dead body in the first place, and they traveled for, like, three days to get there. Yep. A whole movie's worth for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they learned a lot about each other. They did. And themselves. And friendship. <laughs> and what it really means. The more you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there's... You've never seen Godfather, though? Right, I know. Scarface, I've never watched from beginning to end, but I get it. You know, I've I've seen seen all the references. I've seen most of the parts that people reference. Once I see it, I'll be like, oh, here's... Say hello to my little friend part. Right, right. In my head. Right. But really, I'll be like, oh, finally, I get to see it in context. Right, yeah. (laughs) But doesn't that... I mean... To a certain extent, if there's... I mean, there's so... We were born in... You're 83, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many of the movies that you're supposed to have seen happened before we were born. Yeah. It's like... And they're already... They're already, already like... They've already been referenced. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That it's, that it's like, once you see them, you're like... It, it's, it's like why kids in our generation don't 
appreciate the Beatles. It's because all the influential stuff that they did in their music and culturally and just as... Is out there. It was out there by the time yeah. we started listening to music. And we're yeah. like, oh, what's the significance of this? It's not that good. <laughs> but once you learn about why they're awesome, they're like, oh, okay. Then you go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I watched... I've seen the original Scarface, the black and white one. Huh. And it's really cool, but... You're seeing it, and you're just like, Where's the well, blood? they invented this stuff, which is makes this movie cool, but <laughs> all the movies I've seen since I was a little kid do this stuff way better. And in color. And in color, <laughs> yeah. You know, all right, I might be... I haven't seen a lot of black and white movies in my day. I haven't the, seen too many. The only ones I can really watch are ones that are made now and meant to just be art, artsy, like oh. Francis Ha. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's, That's black really and white. Good. Yeah. Netflix keeps suggesting it to me. It's like you should watch hey. it. It's like hey, hey, <laughs> you should watch this, dude. Hey. And I'm like, why? And it's like, well, based on what you've watched before, you'll yeah. probably like this, dude. Yeah. So, that'd be so funny if they got voice into into Netflix. There was this thing on PlayStation Three <laughs> where it was like helps you su- help suggest a movie to you yeah. based on three random questions, <laughs> and it was like. A cartoon character icon with a no. voice and everything. Yeah, no yeah. way. What it was kind of corny, say? but it was it was like. What it sound like? <laughs> You're having a problem finding a movie. Well, <laughs> answer this question. Pick a movie that you liked the last time you saw. All right, now pick a genre. It was really corny. And it never, it never produced the result of, of something that you actually wanted to watch. You're like, Fight Club, Fight Club, Fight Club. It sounds like you're saying Steel Magnolias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't worry, bro. I'll get you Steel Magnolias right away. <laughs> right after I catch this wave. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. You know what, you know what it was voiced like? You know the DNA character in the original yes. Jurassic Park? Yes. That's what it, exactly what it's like. Okay. I even think the icon's so <laughs> They just stole it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear Jurassic Park guys, can we use your DNA thing? If we don't hear back, we're taking that as a sign of yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> I did something probably culturally... I did a cultural faux pas. I went to Thailand, yeah. and on the last day I was there... Instead of got doing a lady boy. What? No, no, that wouldn't have been a cultural faux pas. That would have been living living part of the, you know, what you're supposed Their to culture, do. Their culture, yeah, yeah. Instead of getting a lady boy, on the last night I was there, instead of doing something in, innately Thai, me and my wife went to go see Jurassic World <laughs> at an IMAX theater in a mall in Bangkok. There's nothing wrong with that. You're on vacation. Yeah. You know, and we just didn't feel like drinking or... You probably all partied out. We were. We How were long were you guys there? Was we that there your... for two weeks. Was that a honeymoon? Yeah. Dude, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. Uh, it was cool seeing it in Thai. Before the movie, though, they have this whole... Oh, subtitles? New... It no, was wait. No, it was in English and they are Thai subtitles. Okay, okay. Come on, America. <laughs> rules the world come on we've taken over uh <coughs> so before the movie they have the 
everybody has to stand up for the national anthem. Whoa. And I didn't think I had time to get popcorn, but when that happened, <laughs> I ran out to try to get... But you're not supposed to do that. Oh, I, like, no. really fucked up, and oh, people no. were mad at me. Oh. And they... Ro- I guess that my wife told me that they run this whole, like, tribute to the king there what? before the movie. It's, yeah, it's crazy. They're and crazy you were doing about popcorn? Well, I ran out to get popcorn. <laughs> And the concession stand I went to didn't take credit cards, so oh, I couldn't no. even get it. So I ran out what? in vain, <laughs> totally disrespecting the king there. Ooh, you come back and you're like, sorry, king. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry, king. <laughs> I just... Elephants? Did you ride an elephant? I didn't ride... I, we went to an elephant nature farm. Where we learned how bad riding elephants is for them. Did you go to the monkey? It forest? was like a very no. I wanted to. I didn't see mm-hmm. a single monkey. Saw a monitor lizard run out of a big crowd in Bangkok, scaring the shit out of everyone. It stopped traffic and everything. What? Yeah. A monitor lizard? What yeah. does that mean? Is it big? They're like yeah. They're like, they're like enormous poisonous lizards. What? They're like they look like mini dinosaurs. Like is, does it look like a Gila monster? Like a. a Komodo dragon? Yes. It looks like a Komodo dragon. Okay. Exactly. Did you take a picture of it? Yeah, I got a video of it. Yes. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Show me it, like, There was a huge commotion in this, in this crowd, and I was like, what's going on? And this little, this little fucking creature. And you're like, just, oh, poisonous just, lizards. That's what's going on. Yeah, and it was right in front of the Grand Palace. So it was pretty fucking cool. So it made a scene. Yeah, here's a picture. Oh. It's like that's a big, poisonous? It, yeah, it's like, I think so. And it's probably like... It's like a big snake that has legs and crawls around and claws. Oh my gosh. And they're really fast. Oh, wow. It's kind of like a mini... It's just running around and people are so scared of it. Yeah. And the like the law enforcement came and they didn't know what to do about it. They're just kind of like cornered. Yeah, it. they were like, "Do we kill it? Do we trap it?" Yeah, it's a pretty classic music. And it, music. it's like in Bangkok and in, in Thailand, there's all these stray cats and dogs everywhere. And I imagine this thing just eats them. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, probably monitor lizard. Look it up, cause that's if you just saw that on the street, you'd be like, um. I'm gonna keep my distance right now. I would think so, looked, but I think there are a lot of scared. people. It looked a little scared, right? It, oh, well, totally. It was surrounded by giants. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just trying to survive. Is that how Godzilla started? Maybe, yeah. Surrounded by giants, it was like, fuck that. To, I'm gonna to be evolve. giant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to self evolve. <laughs> have you ever seen the original Godzilla? No. I've never seen the. No, old, I have not. I don't like watching old movies. Yeah, sometimes I, they the, just can't keep me. Like Jaws was cool, but it, there were times that I was just like, <laughs> takes you out of it. Yeah, I was just like, because mo- like this movie is moving making, too slowly. Well, movie making and TV has gotten so good now that uh, going back can be a little hard, especially if it's something you haven't seen. That it's like right. you totally have to see this, right? Because I'm sure you heard that your whole life. Yeah, totally. Well, I made my Ooh. wife before we got married a while ago. We were just boyfriend and girlfriend I made her watch Godfather and it's it's an incredible movie yeah you should see it it is just everything about it's great but 
it does move a little bit slowly. Yeah, it's long, like if right? it were to it's, be remade, like it's hours? long. It is long, but and and for but a three-hour movie, of... it, it it's pretty packed. Like it's great, mm-hmm. you know. I wouldn't cut anything out. But if it were to be remade today, it would probably be the same exact movie, but sped up a little bit at certain times, yeah. and it would be two hours and forty minutes. A couple you know what I mean? se- a couple scenes where they're like, "Oh, this scene was seven minutes. We can make it." three though right. probably yeah well yeah yeah or things where it's like things where it's where it's like just a shot of something that you need to see that comes back later wouldn't be 30 seconds it would be 10 seconds you know what I mean yeah cause things our, like that and when I was watching Jaws quicker and quicker yeah, yeah when I was watching Jaws it would it would be like they'd hold on things <laughs> when I'm like or they would come into it and I'd be like, well, you could have just cut, like, 45 seconds off that, and it would have been fine. <laughs> they just show a still shot of the ocean, and then, dun, that right. one piano sound. Right, dun. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I don't have two things, and I'm, I'm probably considered dumb or a piece of shit or uncultured for this, but two things I just don't have patience for are old movies, like super old Especially black and white. And cottage cheese. I actually like that. That is cultured milk. Yeah. And I guess that's the only thing cultured about. And British stuff. I can't get into British stuff. British music? Fuck yeah, I can get into that. (coughs) British TV and movies? Well, it's the way they film it. Like, that takes me out of it, too. BBC? BBC? Like, uh. I like their documentaries. Well, yeah, because those are run on, like, actual camera when I talk about like the BBC film style some people are that like totally love those shows amazingly like IT Crowd has some really funny jokes in it mm-hmm. but the way they film it I hate it it looks I've like I've never no... tried to watch that I tried I tried on several different occasions to, to watch the original office just because the oh, way everyone goes on and on yeah. about how it's so much better and Honestly, I can't understand a fucking word they're saying. <laughs> if, maybe if there were subtitles, I don't know. But maybe, I don't, I, I, you know what? I don't think this about all British people, because I have some British friends, and they're really cool, and they're interesting, and they're, I think, way more educated than most Americans well, that I know. Well, they sound but, way more yeah, educated. But some of them, I think yeah, education true, true. in other education places is more just encouraged more, and better there, probably. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and maybe a different perspective. But, <laughs> uh, We're going to get some British listeners out of this. <laughs> but <sighs> there's just something about watching them on TV that just like I don't care about I don't care about this person <laughs> or like this person's putting me off you know I don't know what it is about British television and movies like if there's a British character in an American thing I'm cool with that yeah, like totally cool. that doesn't bug me but when it's all British people I'm just like this this is it's, a, this it's, is it's probably hard to relate it's hard it's harder for us to relate but we're all human beings and beyond that we're all like English speaking human their English is a different English. It's different, yeah. Plus, plus, it's like, like how Spanish is spoken <laughs> in Spain is totally different than the way it's spoken yeah. in Mexico, in Mexico, and mm-hmm. Central America. It's like I just, <laughs> I, so I like need somebody to walk me through it. Or have something. you seen Sherlock? Mm-mm. Okay, I will. I'm honestly at the point where I won't even try to watch <laughs> any of it, no matter how highly recommended anything British yeah. is to me. Like, even 
Guy Ritchie movies. Like, I guess I liked... Um, Snatch. What's th- Snatch, yeah. But half the time I couldn't understand what they were fucking yeah. saying. Yeah, you like Dags? You like Dags? <laughs> like, I don't want... I, okay, I get that the character is speaking in a dialect, but Did they like, give him... They gave him fucking uh, captions, tell me, right? Yeah. For Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was funny. You like Dags? Yeah. What? <laughs> but I just don't... I don't have the... Pay, like, everyone's like... I like okay the Monty Python movies. Hmm. It did interest me to I, learn that George Harrison uh, produced one of them, and then I was like, "Man, oh. I'll check it out." <laughs> and I went to go see Spam a lot with my grandmother. That was, I fell asleep during. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't know. the uh, The main thing I know is um, Holy Grail. Like I grew up with that a little yeah. bit, so it's like ingrained in my brain. I bought the DVD, tried <laughs> watching it, I fell asleep every time I. <laughs> I don't did know. You, did you try and watch it with someone who was like, "You have to see it"? No, I was yeah. just like, "I need to." Because that can make it. That Same can with Young Frankenstein. And I, I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. Oh uh, yeah, that one. That that movie drags a little bit. I've I've but seen it. It's once. also just in black and white, and so. Oh yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> God, fuck, just colorize it at this point. <laughs> I haven't seen Ed Wood. That's another black and white one that's supposed yeah, to be that, really I could have good. watched that on my flight, and I was at. Can, I, also. We have too many. We have too many options. Yeah. I, I, now that like I spent almost as much time on my flight, like trying oh, to figure out which movie I was gonna watch. Yeah. Instead of actually watching, and I do that on <laughs> Netflix too. I'm like, oh yeah, add to anxiety. list, add to queue, add to queue, yeah, add yeah. to queue. And I'm like, I want to watch this, but I'll like. There's certain movies you you just are like, all right, I need to watch this when. I'm gonna pay attention to it, but right now I just need to put on something that I could like fall asleep to, <laughs> yeah. or that I could zone out to, yep. or that if I need to like attend to something, I can do that with this on in the background. Yeah, that's why documentaries are good because you can like tune in and out. If you miss a part, you can rewind it. Yeah, but and like you know the general I just find yeah premise of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I just find myself putting on comedy movies that I fucking end up hating or <laughs> already hate, but just know that like. It's something to have on. Yeah. It's just something I can put on and ignore. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that sucks, but... <laughs> the one movie, uh, Meet the Millers, or We're the Millers, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That one's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a movie where it was like, yeah, I'll probably see it at some point. And then me and my buddies were over at another friend's house, dinner party, and then we were all like destroyed after Thanksgiving dinner and then he put it on yeah you can't on. put on you can't like you can't put on uh <coughs> Schindler's List or something no <laughs> oh you've never seen Schindler's List Dude. we gotta watch it after Thanksgiving dinner no I'll get a I whole can't. group of people together we'll watch it we'll watch it <laughs> yeah I've never seen I've never seen that either I've never I've seen it it's, it's really good but mm, it's not yeah. just something you put on to watch yeah. casually you know <laughs> Uh, I've never seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. First, I, I first really one, want first to. I've seen the, the Hobbit. First one first feels Hobbit. the longest because the least happens in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, the second two are better. But, yeah, they're, they they're, they hold up. The Hobbit ones, though. First first one I, I was alright with. Second one... I was like the CG was really bad, mm-hmm. and it pulled me out of it. Like when do, you saw all three of those, 
No, I just saw the first one. The first one. one, yeah. There's this part where the main dwarf guy is, like, running, and there's this, like, liquid gold that's been melted, and it's, like, shooting through these, like, uh, channel aqueduct-type things. He runs, and he jumps on his shield, and he is just sliding on the gold out. And I was like, oh, really? He's sliding on liquid gold right now? Because it looks like there's a green screen right behind I him. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Or that he was, like, being suspended in midair, and the, everything was just going on all around. I was like, uh-uh, nope. Yeah, I Dude, can't. Mad Max? Oh, incredible. Oh, man. The be- like, Ooh. but see, you know what? The new one, that's the new one. that's yeah, I yeah. love that movie, and I think that it was yeah the new one. I've yeah. never seen the old ones. Oh okay, but I want to now. Yeah, the the first the very first one that started it all. I I was watched it for the first time like a few years ago, and I was and the movie ended, and I went, whoa. Okay. Well, it's the same director. <laughs> yeah, same guy. Which is really cool. And I heard that there's no continuity. That it's just stories that people have been telling of this man that they yeah. just meet along the way. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great, such a great movie, but it's not the kind of movie you could just put on casually. It's true. Everyone would have to, be, have to be focused. If someone's on their iPad, put that away and respect this movie right now. <laughs> right. It, that movie was one of the best, just... I will. The fit- first time in a while that I went, I go to the movies pretty often yeah. go to the theater that was like the first one in a long time that I left and was like yeah I would go see that again right were you now. energized after oh yeah yeah course. dude how could you not be um that's the first movie that I've seen in a while where I was like I will physically fight anyone who says they don't like that movie <laughs> I haven't heard of anyone that, that said that they haven't like you know I'm- what the last time I feel like I I felt that way after the movie was over I went to go see Jurassic Park in 3D, the original one. Right. They were doing a screening of it in New York while I was there. Yeah. And I went to go see it, and it was... It's crazy how, like, Jaws, I guess, preceded it, but just how well all the effects hold up. Yeah, dude. Because there's some movies you see, and you're just like, this... How did... How is this groundbreaking? Yeah. I think Ghostbusters holds up to a certain extent because with the ghosts, yeah, they you, it's easy to cheat yeah, that. It's, it's yeah, easy to, it is yeah. for it to be like it can be a little crappy because yeah. it's like yeah okay fine. yeah They're and ghosts. it's a it's a comedy movie. Yeah. It's not like hard He's sci-fi action. Himself. Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> making sure he doesn't fuck with. Uh, but I, I can't like some movies. I can't. Terminator does a really good job. Yeah, of dude. Not, but it's like, how did all these other movies <laughs> not? get it if these movies could I don't know and some of them are after all yeah. these movies that did it right yeah um, I think about the practical in Jurassic Park and you're like that's awesome like yeah. they had that robot T-Rex yeah that was actually chasing them yeah and you're like yeah that would be scary yeah <laughs> it'd be easy to act like you're scared of that yeah yeah cause the, very easy the actors are probably also thinking like what if it malfunctions and just like tramples the jeep yeah <laughs> <We're dead>. totally <laughs> totally <laughs> the original Jurassic Park is so fucking good Spielberg was like listen I want to put my actors in actual danger yeah <laughs> I thought the original one was way better than this new one have you seen the new one I haven't seen the new one it's t- I, I, I don't want to talk about it be- just because it's new and 
not enough people have had enough time to see it yet. But. Yeah, I already know that this. I mean, the stuff from the previews gives away the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they made a new dinosaur? Why? Why did they do that? You're stupid for doing that. Yeah. Why did you make a new dinosaur? Right, right. And they're like, and we made it smart. She can learn or whatever. And you're like, right. great. Oh, so <laughs> basically you've just replaced the scary <laughs> apocalyptic idea of computers <laughs> taking over the human race with monsters. Yeah. What about... Okay, I know I this probably wouldn't do well, but what about a movie where everyone goes to the park, they have a very nice time, and then at the end of the movie, there's just like some scratches on a wall, and you're like, uh-oh, I think one of the dinosaurs got out. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel time. <laughs> It's like nothing, Every everything about it is very feel-good yeah, until yeah. the end. Yeah, the very end. And then, it, and then it's horrible. There's just a tiny cliffhanger. It's like a giant claw scratched a wall. You know what? That's almost how this one was. <laughs> almost. Not quite. Not quite, but almost. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> how, much, how much of the movie can you tell me this? How far along is it until shit starts to hit the fan? I uh, probably don't tell that for people who still want to see it. I mean, it, it's, I guess. it's basic movie structure. It's not long. It's not too long into the film before. You're like five minutes. No, it's Duh. longer than that. It's longer than that. This episode's going to come out July 24th. Okay. Yeah. Still, you know, yeah. I, you know what? I guess that's long enough. For people that, that, that fucking see the movie. If they're going to see it, they're going to see it. And if not, a month well, don't, and don't a half spoil after, all I won't. But you know what? How far? I really have such... Does shit start going wrong? Yeah. Like, like 20 minutes or something? Yeah. 20, 30 minutes. That's about right. <laughs> I just don't understand how anyone can sleep at night <laughs> and tweet spoilers to shows like Game of Thrones. Oh, like, yeah. We live... You're the we, worst people. We, You're the worst. We live in an <laughs> and I'm age caught up. where... All right. I think it's fine if you see a spoiler and you are, like, way behind on the show. You're not going to remember some idiot's tweet about it. But if it's, like, you're a week behind and you're like DVRing it or yeah. you're going to watch it on HBO Go or On Demand and you go on Twitter or Facebook and somebody's like I can't believe so and so got killed tonight yeah it's like, and you're like why did you are you what uh, the fuck is do you not have enough friends to speak to in person yeah and even if you don't that's fine <laughs> whatever don't fucking ruin it for, yeah, you're for other people you're the show for everyone god it just you know what <laughs> I don't know what's worse People who tweet or Facebook spoilers, or the people who are like, "Well, I read the books." <laughs> oh, you didn't read the books? Yeah. I already knew that was gonna happen because I read the books. You the books are oh, so much. You better. have to read the books. <laughs> That's like people who are like, "You haven't seen the British version of The Office. You're not really watching The Office." <laughs> Alright, fine. If it's better to you, that's fine. But just fucking keep it to yourself. And when they go, the British version of any Americanized version is always so much better. And you're like, not always, dude. Yeah, if you're British. (laughs) 
have your British. That the same the same thing. The book is always better than the movie if you prefer reading. And yeah. that if you do, that's fine. That's cool. But stop trying to make me think that you're cool because you like to read more than you like to watch. It just means you've spent more time on this story than I have. That's yeah. all it means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it means you're more invested in this fucking fake world. My my wife prefers reading to watching movies. She falls asleep during movies. Oh, if wow. it's if it's longer than like <coughs> a half hour, she just falls asleep. But longer she'll read. She's read all the Game of Thrones books. I've never once heard her be like and we watch the show and she'll fall asleep and we'll have to like it takes us like three viewings of an episode for her to watch an episode. Yeah. But she's never once like thrown it in into a conversation. Is like she narcoleptic? Dude. No, she's just she's just like as if soon you as get you put her a show a on, she's just like, like if she was if she were to watch these things standing up, it would be no problem. But we're like laying in bed or yeah, laying yeah. on the couch watching this shit, so it's like impossible. It's like once you get her into that into that state of of comfort, it's like, well, why wouldn't I fall asleep? Yeah, that's and it's weird for me because any other time during the day, if I'm like sitting down or at a couch or your in, body's a wa- like- in a waiting room or in a in a just not standing up could fall asleep no problem Tired mode but engaged. as soon as I get comfortable on yeah. a couch or in a bed late at night that's when I'm like oh it's time for my mind to run marathons oh okay you know what I mean yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I could fall asleep right now I could fall asleep mid conversation right now if I wanted to <laughs> but I'm not gonna but I'm not going to <laughs> But if, if you we, did, if, I'd be impressed, and I'd wake you up. I'd be like, "Dude, you did it!" And you go, <laughs> and you go "Did what?" <laughs> yeah, it's the narcolepsy podcast. <laughs> yeah, sleepcast. Sleepcast. Ooh, that would be a good. That would be. Podcast you know what? That'd be an interesting too? podcast. Podcast of all sleep somebody, Well, I think that's most podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll put on a podcast that I really want to listen to, if I want to fall asleep. And you doze off. Because I'm like. I really wanted to listen to this, but now it's just a fight between my <laughs> desires and my willpower to actually do it, and my fucking neither win ever. Yep. Yep. But uh, I, ju- I just, as soon as I get comfortable at night, that's when my mind's like, "Well, let's we're not going to let you enjoy things. this." Yet. Yeah. Let's watch it all. Let's put on. Um, <laughs> let's put on Taxi Driver. <laughs> This is now the time to watch something that you have to pay attention to. That's another one I haven't seen. Uh, you talking really to good. me? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't you know see what? Else you, get, in here. you get the reference. So you must be talking to me. You get the. You've seen. <laughs> as soon as you've seen somebody else. I'm walking here! Do that, or you've seen that one scene and you see two posters of the movie on somebody's wall in college. Yeah. Same with Scarface. Yep. You don't need to see it. I mean, they're both great movies. Scarface is a little gratuitous, but Taxi Driver, great movie. But at this I'm glad point, that, it's like if you get the references. Well, I'm glad why the only you have to see it? the only parts I know from that movie are you talking to me and I'm walking here. That's yeah. the only thing I know about Taxi Driver, and he has like a crazy mohawk in it. But that's all I know. Well, it's a really cool movie, right? He's got a mohawk in it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that and apparently when they were filming that, I'm walking here seeing those cars didn't know they were filming and so he actually like 
the car actually bumps into him and he hits the Oh, that's awesome. It's like, I'm walking here, and they kept it in. I didn't know that about <laughs> yeah. it. No, I was like, that's pretty cool. Way to go. Yeah. Um, so, comedy. Let's get back to that. Oh, yeah. Let's go with... So, you're doing... Are you doing comedy for your job? Yeah. Um, well, you know, here and there, mostly. <laughs> yeah. It goes in waves. <laughs> I'm not yet at the point where it's like, I'm always able to do something I want to do for work. I've been there before, but you know, yeah. like you go, you go in and out of favor with those sort of things. And different gigs and stuff here and yeah. there. And, and also, yeah, to be honest with you, I probably would be doing comedy full time for my income if I was better at managing money, but I'm not. So like, yeah. I'll, I'll get like acting work and I'm like, sweet, I'm rich right now. <laughs> but what that really means to a normal adult is like, I need to put this money away for when I'm not getting a lot of work. And you spend it all in one day. But I'm like, no, I don't spend it all in one day. But I'm like, I'll have a victory meal that costs way too much money. And then I'm like, fuck it, I'll buy some stuff on Amazon that I put on my wish list that I couldn't afford that now I can't. And then I'm like, then I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to get my car fixed. And all the money's gone. Oh, no. And, uh... So, uh, yeah, I, I could probably be better at, at being responsible and an adult, but what's where's fun, the, what's fun about that? fun in that? <laughs> I didn't get into doing comedy and being in show business to be a responsible adult. That's true. And I would probably be much further along in my career if maybe that was the approach that I took. <laughs> I just got to make sure all my bills are paid every month. That's the one that I'm like those and then if there's extra then maybe have a little food yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i've managed i've i've, I've done all right you know yeah. um definitely getting married helped people just throw checks at you <laughs> yeah. although that that money we're saving to, to buy a house one day yeah and she makes good money and she, she like, fills in the blanks for me, and I pay her back. Cool. Like, there will be a month that I don't work very much, but, you know, I get by. And then there will be a month where, like, I'm paying for everything, which and is you, cool. Yeah. yeah, and you also contribute with your love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like... I'm like the fucking housewife. I cook, I clean. There you take go. Take care of our dog. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I'm comfortable in that position, mm-hmm. you know? I'm... I'm post-feminist <laughs> yeah you know like i'm totally cool i'm totally cool being the housemaker yeah as long as i get to still be artistic and creative and why not be do mr comedy. mom yeah Keaton i'm totally i will yeah yeah <laughs> i'm totally into it keaton did it why can't yeah, i yeah you know what so did hulk hogan yeah. or I'll, he was the nanny S- suburban commando yeah, yeah suburban commando yeah <laughs> such a funny reference yeah do you, ever do, do you ever do the actor game like connecting actor to actor through different movies yeah yeah bomb we called it in high school we used oh okay to play. like you name you a try movie, and do it in the shortest and then, amount and then like so i would name like uh i don't know michael? multiplicity okay yeah. and then you would say michael, oh, michael keaton, keaton and then i would say yeah. birdman and then, you know, oh, we would play that until okay, somebody different. couldn't come up with one, and okay. then they would get a B, and whoever got bombed first okay. lost. Different game, but I've played that one, too. Um, 
So this one is where if I said, okay, connect Michael Keaton and uh, I was going to say Michelle Pfeiffer, but she was in Batman Begins. Okay, connect Michael Keaton and damn it, so is Christopher Walken. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. All right, so then you go, okay, well, Michael Keaton was in Batman Returns with uh, Christopher Walken. They're in a movie together. Christopher though. Walken was in a movie with... Uh, he was in... Uh, Joe Dirt. True Romance okay. with uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was in... I don't know, and then to Will Ferrell. However many times it well, takes. Well, I just realized <laughs> they're in the other ones together, but... Oh, I Keaton get, I, I, Yep. You're you're playing the 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 seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, game. but with anyone, yeah. But with anyone, any yeah. two actors yeah. to connect them. The easiest one is like uh, <laughs> I can't even think of one right now. Rock Hudson and Bruce Willis. Okay, that's probably hard but doable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I couldn't name one fucking movie Rock Hudson's in. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, but with that game, I could just say like. <laughs> Okay, Rock Hudson died of AIDS. So did Freddie Mercury. Wait, Queen this... Bohemian Rhapsody was in Wayne's World. <laughs> Mike Myers was in Wayne's World. Uh, Mike Myers was in Inglorious Bastards. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? Mike Myers? Yeah, Quentin Tarantino directed Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis was in Pulp Fiction, which Quentin Tarantino directed. <laughs> but I think the AIDS and Freddie Mercury thing probably wouldn't count. I don't know. Movies, yeah, it's all movies. <laughs> but still, that was an interesting interesting journey you took us on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so did Freddie Mercury. Mercury is in retrograde, so... Yeah. <laughs> I associate people saying that in earnest with the people that talk about British things being way better and and oh, you, and group. judging you for not having read Game of Thrones. Yep, they're all. You know what? For all the people that judge you for not reading Game of Thrones, there are people who are fans of Lord of the Rings who don't judge you for not reading those long fucking books. Yeah, it's true. Who has time to read the books? Nobody anymore. I love reading. I don't. I, I, I do. I, I love reading nonfiction. I fall I, I have asleep a hard when time I read. reading. I fall asleep when I. I used to, and sometimes a book will keep me awake. That's true. There's this. Fiction, it depends what I'm reading. There's a fiction book that I read uh, a couple years ago, and I will reread it. And it's the first book. What I, book? It's the only book I've read in the last five and a half years. Ready Player One. What is it? It's like so. Oh, is it like video video game related? Yeah, kind okay. of. You got that from the title, obviously. Yeah. So, um, the there's this guy who creates this whole online world. This is before Oculus was like huge, mm-hmm. and I think maybe before it even came out when he wrote the book. So Oculus, and then you put on these gloves, and then you can live in this digital world. You can go to school, you can go to work, whatever. Like the movie Strange Days. I haven't seen that. No, uh, it's it's not a classic. <laughs> I I don't even think it's a cult classic. Existence, existence. I never the, saw that. But I but you I like plug the cord into your spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> and then you stay in too long, you forget if you're actually in the game. Oh, or I gotta not. see that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
existence. But yeah, so Ready Player One, the guy who made this whole online world dies and he leaves his video wheel behind. This all happens in the first couple pages. And the the kid who's the protagonist is telling his story and he goes, in the video will like lawyers are trying to crack it to get at his system that he built mm -hmm. so that they can start charging people to use it because the one thing he gave was that it's free to use for right. everyone right. and then uh so in this video will he's dressed as his favorite D, D character that he's been mm -hmm. his whole life and like um he's like i've hidden some easter eggs in the oasis whoever finds the easter egg inherits my company and my fortune and so it's like kind of like Willy Wonka in that oh, sense. Wow, that's where really cool. People are going into the oasis and they're like, trying. They're like, where would it be? Where would it be? Ah, uh, let's think. Really obvious stuff. Ah, uh, let's go to the egg store. I don't know. <laughs> that's cool. I probably could read that. The only fiction books I can really read are ones that read like they're nonfiction. Hmm. Like I just read Junkie, and it's just basically William Burroughs memoir of when he was addicted to heroin <laughs> you know and like Hunter S. Thompson I know those are somewhat fiction or they're like embellished real accounts okay, yeah. but they read like like they're just like a TV show that's based on a true story right still usually good yeah the new Aquarius I just prefer show. reading <laughs> I watched it I watched the whole first season really how is yeah. it it's, it's surprisingly good for NBC too because yeah. you're like NBC, new drama. All right, right, right. And then you're like... Any network drama, I, I can't think of one that I've ever watched. Well, David Duchovny... Uh, since ER. Okay. Yeah, David Duchovny's in this Aquarius show, and I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. David Duchovny's awesome. Yeah. Turns I out, oh, it's a good show. Speaking of which, I just watched this movie. It happened to be on in Thailand <laughs> when I was, like, taking a nap, and then I woke up. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Evolution? <coughs> Evolution, yep. I didn't hate it, but there's Orlando it, Jones. Yeah, but it's so it's so Donkey. obviously just trying to be like a Ghostbusters with, with aliens. aliens. Yeah, but yeah. they just didn't like it. Could have been Better. it. Could have been that and so good. Yeah, but it they just didn't go all it just. And even Ivan Reitman directed it. And it was oh, supposed wow. to be, like, hard sci-fi serious. And then Ivan Reitman's take on it was, like, we're going to make it Ghostbusters-y. <laughs> and it, like, was... It was, like, if they'd really just commit to it being... Dan Aykroyd's in it. You know, it's, like... Yeah. If they'd really just commit to it being, like, all right, we want to remake Ghostbusters, but have it... With aliens. With aliens, because that's what's popular right yeah. now. Like... Did you see that movie, The Watch? I didn't see it, but no, Ben Stiller. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Okay. How was that? I mean, was it's, that it's kind a of kind of movie deal? you put on that you ignore. Okay. <laughs> I always, you know what, and I do that constantly. You know what? I'll put on these movies that I just like don't give a shit about. Yeah. Like '90s comedy movies that aren't good, but you know, they're not. Like the jokes and the tropes are just outdated. But I'm Have just you like, this is comfortable. Wait? Uh, yeah, I watched that recently. <laughs> which is just try. You know what? I rewatched Dazed and Confused on the plane recently, and that movie is incredible. Yeah, it's so it's good. So I was just like, maybe this wasn't good, <laughs> and I just watched it when I was in middle school, thinking like, this is what I want my life to be like. Yeah. But then I watched it. I was like, this movie is so fucking. It's good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And it even uh, it's even forward with like uh, 
the bullies get it. Like, the bullies yeah. get it in the end. And yeah. They're like, yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, there's, it's, like, progr- there's, like, progressive thought in it. It's, like, very, it's, like, yeah, it takes place in the 70s, but it, it, that, it could have been made last year. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there, it's not, like, a misogynistic movie. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, yeah. It's, it's just, very honest, too. Yeah, it is, yeah. It feels like the writer was, like, talking to his friends, and then he was, like, have you ever thought about, like... Like, what if you had, like, a like a weird dream with a, and, like, a president shows up and you're, like, making out with that president or right. whatever? Like, what would you do? And then they're it like, has a, put like, that in a the lot script, of, dude. A lot of those dialogues, <laughs> a lot of those, like, little pieces of dialogue feel very much like Tarantino. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Very real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are some comedy goals you have? What are some comedy goals I have? Yeah. Um... I want to have a cult following. I don't necessarily want to be the next Louis C.K. I mean, would I turn that down? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like you ever like, hey, you can't predict. We're, cast, we're yeah. casting the next Chris Rock. <laughs> no, it's like I just want the people who like me to like me. I just want the people who are like looking for me, yeah. looking for what I do, to fucking find me and. Mm-hmm. I guess um, I could use the internet a little bit better, but I just want to be able to headline and, and for the people that want to come see me. Yeah. I want to act. I'm a good actor. I've been getting some acting work this year and having a lot of fun doing it. Nice. But I, there's nothing more uncomfortable to me than hearing actors talk about acting. Like in a in an audition yeah. waiting room or just in general. Like, do you talk? Do you ever talk about anything else, actor? Mm? Right. Mm? Well, that's part of what's yeah. uncomfortable about it. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, I, I could. Because it's all or, that the only world thing is. more uncomfortable than than like struggling actors talking about acting <laughs> is when they're trying to be funny and it's just like, Oof. oh, you're not gonna get this part if that's what your sense of humor is. Or if they find out that you do stand up and then they're like. Oh, I do oh. stand-up, too, and you find out that they did it, like, <laughs> once a month for a year, and they got headshots and a reel, and they were on some fucking bringer show. Yep. Yep. Oh, that, that infuriate. That's why, like, it's hard for me to embrace acting, because of the people like that, yeah. because of the Hollywood cliche of actors, but... But you gotta break through it, man. I know. And I'm... I am. <laughs> but you know what I realized about it from the last few things I've acted in I didn't audition for them people came to me and were like we think you'd be good for this part and then nice and then like I guess there was some sort of like a just a formality of me like reading for it with some of the other people yeah but that's really that's I think people do get things based on auditioning but there's so much politics involved and logistics and every casting decision yeah that i think it's really just make make your own stuff and hopefully people see it and like it and want you to be in their bigger own things yeah it's ideal if someone approaches you right and i'm done just like (laughs) trying to like drive to santa monica in the middle of the day and sit through two hours of traffic to go into an audition for a fucking taco bell commercial yeah that I'm in the waiting room with people. Wait, wait, who are is, in... there, is there free Taco Bell in the commercial? No. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's degrading and a waste of time and a waste of money. And it just doesn't make sense to me to do that. But my goals are to, like, be in 
movies and TV. Like, it would be great to be a recurring, to be like a cast member on a sitcom that does well. Yeah. That's like, who wouldn't want that? What about a lead? But I really, what? What about a lead? I, that would be cool. I don't, I don't know if I'm a lead. What about supporting? I think I'm like a, I'm a character actor. <laughs> I know what I am, you know? Like, I'm a character actor. I'm, I'm like the goofy sidekick. Yeah. You know? I'm not like, I'm not like the lead guy. I'm, I don't think I'm relatable enough to be, I'm too quirky to be the lead guy. You know what I mean? I'm too, too strange. My short-term comedy goals are to keep doing indie movies. I've been doing indie movies. Nice. I love doing them. You don't get pampered, which, you know, I wish I did, but yeah, just keep doing indie movies till people are like, we want to put you in big budget stuff where you get pampered and... Yeah. That'll be awesome. And you get a trailer. Like, I've been doing movies where I'm like, if you guys want me to PA for extra money, I'll do it. They're like, it's not a good look if we have one of our main actors PAing, but thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> They're like, do you want to stop your pay a little bit? We'll do that. I wish. I'd be like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll do, like, I'll gaff if you, if you pay me enough. I don't know how to fucking do it, but I, but you know, the, the best way to learn is by doing it. Hey. Uh, I've been focused. It's weird. I've gotten more acting work this year than I have in like the last few years. It's awesome. And it's because I started focusing on writing. Like yeah. me and I have a writing partner and we're trying to like either sell something or get staff writing job. So I'd say my main three goals in the short term are to do more acting. I guess getting cast in like a TV show would be ideal, but like act in more indie stuff yeah and get a writing job and then from there get to headline and people actually you know what I've headlined I've done road gigs where I've headlined and I've yeah. done a lot of feature work yeah for different for various people and it's like I, I've done a lot of feature work for Pauly Shore I've done some for Bobby oh. Lee it's like those guys have a draw those guys, you yeah. don't really have to work that hard to promote the shows. They have fans that are going to come see them. Yeah. You know? That's that's what I would like, is to have fans not have to go do morning radio, not have to, like, yeah. put myself out there. Because just, it's like, otherwise... People will check your dates and they will find yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you're like, you're yeah, you're, you're headlining, but everybody in there got a free ticket to see, just see a comedy show, like a yep. nebulous comedy show. Yep. Because they're like, oh, let's go check out a comedy show. <laughs> and you're, like, not getting paid that much. And it's not not that it's about the money, but it's also like... You want to relate to these people. You yeah, want to yeah. relate to everyone. I don't, want, I don't want to perform for people... Look, I'm not for everybody, and I don't <laughs> care if I'm not for you, but, like, what's the point of wasting each other's time? You know, if, yeah. if you don't... Comedy, it oddly gets taken too seriously by audiences. You know what I mean? Yeah, way too seriously. And if like, you say the wrong thing, it could turn them off to you for your entire set. And yeah. it's just like one joke that you happen to write, or one offbeat ad-lib that you happen to say that you're like, ah, maybe you shouldn't have said that, but it came out in the moment. Yeah. I'm and it could ruin somebody's entire perspective I'm, of you. I'm thinking of Tosh right now. Yeah. Because the whole thing with... Like, uh, I remember in one of his first specials, he was like, uh, oh, jokes, jokes and sarcasm. Ooh, at a comedy show? Ooh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to expect. Like, he says that, like, yeah. as the audience. 
And I'm like, yeah, of course, they're jokes and they're sarcasm. Yeah, it <sighs> it blows my mind how seriously people take jokes. Yeah. It really it's in, it's inconceivable. <laughs> and the internet is so cool and I'm realizing now I should like now that I'm articulating my comedy goals, I'm like, oh, I should have a podcast because that's how people <laughs> are able to do shows without promoting and, and find their audience. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, <laughs> but the internet is so cool and it's incredible what it's done for us and the ease of... Ease of access. Access to everything. But it also... Everybody is entitled to an opinion, but not everybody's fucking should voice it. Enough. Enough. I'm so I'm really so sick of all the internet outrage and all the like I'm a big NBA fan. I'm not a big fan of other sports, but of basketball and so the finals were last night. I know this is coming out at this this is gonna be released After. after. Yeah. So the but just just to date when this is happening. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall here. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. But, like, just to see everybody's opinion about LeBron James, it's like, what, what, did you go to, did you go, go to college and study, ba- like, it's all these casual fans just, like, yeah. trashing this guy who's the best athlete in the world. Wait, that was the whole dick thing, right? With his oh, shorts? Oh, no, that's a separate thing. ABC zoomed in on him while he was, like, tucking in his jersey. Yeah, he, it. like, just was yeah, tucking in Yeah, and he was just, like, tucking in his, his jersey. Shorts, yeah. And they, like, zoomed in on him at the exact moment where they caught a glimpse of his dick. <laughs> which is awesome. That's part Everyone of what... Everyone was like, oh, my gosh. That's part of what I dick. love about basketball, that that's, that that's a possibility. <laughs> like, no other sport could that happen in. <laughs> no. I guess football. Soccer, maybe. Yeah, soccer, probably. But, like, they're always so far away from the players. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm surprised didn't happen. That it's, like, taken lightly and not... Like, in this day and age, that kind of thing could happen to somebody, and then it could be, like, well... The scandal. Cam- the scandal. camera person is guilty of, uh, like, Molesting sexual him. assault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, surpri- I'm, I'm half surprised that, that, that it didn't turn into that. Yeah. And I think that in another universe that, that, that that's going on oh, right Oh, definitely. Now. Someone's like, he's on trial right now for fixing his shorts like that. Right. <laughs> right. For exposing himself on national television. He's a sexual predator. Oh, really? That needs- Nip slip? It was a dick slip? Really? Really? Right. Yes. That's what it was. That's all it was. <laughs> no, he wanted to let everybody know what he's working with. Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, fear me on the court, and this is why. Ugh. God. Um, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? Performing live is just the best. Making people laugh. I don't know if it's something wrong with me, but I just... Maybe I need everyone's <laughs> approval or whatever, but I just love making people laugh. It's the best. It's fun. Like, mm-hmm. laugh, like sharing that with other people, it's... I don't know. There's nothing better than that. And... Also, when you come up with a joke that you're that you're proud of, you're like, "What?" It's like can be mind blowing. New you know stuff. What I mean, yeah. Yep. Or when when a joke you've been working on that you're maybe like ready to give up on starts to work, 
oh yeah, it could be your delivery. It could be right. like you. It just needed to some time to breathe. Right. Like there's some, like there's some stuff from like four years ago that I'm like, there's a kernel of something there. Like I think I can I'm always going that. back to yeah. my old stuff to yeah. see if maybe I just wasn't mature or yeah, wasn't experienced ready, enough yeah. to to like express it the right way. Yep. Because there's certain uh, premises where I'm like. This sounds funny. I'll tell it on stage, and then like right. that's three, four years ago, and I'm like, oh, or those I things didn't just need to, to be it. combined with like something else, another thing that you tossed away, or a tweet, or yeah. something you said in conversation the other day, and you're like, wait a second, hmm. I'm gonna look back in that notebook from 2011. Maybe those two things can work together, and they do, and yeah. it's like, holy shit, I'm Could putting together these puzzle pieces yep. of discourse of a set and uh building something and I'll have my tight hour in like five minutes yeah also <laughs> yeah yeah totally exactly my t- my 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 tight 60 is five minutes also I I one another thing I watched on the planet and I couldn't believe it was on there was comedians in cars getting coffee oh, okay and Chris Rock says something like <clears throat> You're a f- like, it, you have a superpower if you could get up in front of a thousand people and talk to all, of them. you know. And that is like it kind of like opened my eyes to like, first of all, <laughs> public speaking is like one Women. of the most feared things, renowned fears, yeah, of of most people. That's and a, we that's can a, just do it. That's like a, no problem. That's a Seinfeld bit from yeah. a long time ago. Is it's it like, really? Yeah, he goes. Uh, the number one fear oh wait I'm pretty sure number one fear is public speaking number two fear is death and he goes so most of the people at the funeral would rather be in the coffin than speaking at the funeral (laughs) that's a really good bit (laughs) yeah it's insane like just I'm like during those times when I'm not working and I'm trying to find just like some kind of some shit side job and honestly when it comes to those the less thought that like, goes into the, it. The, the, like, if I could get a job where I was just literally shoveling something, that'd be the best. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, or, like, sitting at a desk and answering a phone. Like, that's ideal. If, if they're expecting me to, like, put effort in, I don't want to do that job. <laughs> but, like, what I'm trying to, like, come up with something I could do to make money on digging the side. Digging ditches. Digging ditches. I'm like... Well, what's... I don't have any skills. Like, I'm a college degree. I have a bachelor's degree. I double majored, and I'm like, fuck, I don't have any marketable skills. Yeah. But then I'm just like, oh, I, I can do this one thing that, like, nobody else can do. I can publicly speak. Yeah. And, like, when I go to weddings and I see people do speeches and they're reading off the paper, I'm just like, this is hard to watch. <laughs> I get the sentiment. I get that it's the thought that counts, but, like... Fucking speak from the... Don't, like, try to, like, write an essay, <coughs> something that sounds so formal and so written. Just, like... Speak from the heart. Something, speak from your gut. Yeah, say something nice about the person. It doesn't have to, like, sound so good and, like, have the perfect verbiage. Like just fucking say out, something nice about the person. Share a story. Bits. Yeah. The written out bits like if somebody, Right, right. It's some, if a comedian went on stage and was, like, had, like, this crunk crumpled up piece of paper that was like folded in their pocket reading it and the were reading time. their jokes off yeah. of it you'd be like this is horrible the, f- the only funny thing about that set would be that he's doing that he or her is doing that and like just looking 
I don't know, nervous. Like, that would be the bit. That yeah, would be a right. bit that for would, a joke. But I feel like that's been done. Like, yeah, people yeah. have done that. <laughs> the the op- the open mic character. I'm so nervous. Yes. <laughs> the open mic character doing purposely hacky jokes. <laughs> Revolutionary character. Want to see a dead body? Actually, I've seen Dice Clay do that, and it's really funny. <laughs> Just but pretending that, and like... pretending that he's like an open mic. <laughs> but that's like a different level. Yeah. But then I so I see these people doing it, and they're like doctors or like MBAs. Or lawyer, well, maybe lawyers. I think are a little bit better at public speaking, unless they're just one of those office monkey lawyers or whatever. But <laughs> I'm just like these people. Like, if only they could hire me to do the speaking that they have to do. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for you guys. I'm like, how do I make? Like, what other speaking engagement things can I? Dude, like, I could comedian like be a, for hire, for comedian for hire for like, weddings and uh, anniversaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hire me to say something nice about your loved one. But on the flip side of that, I know comics that have gotten jobs like that. Yeah. Like, my friend told me, I heard, I heard this guy, this comic I know got hired to write a roast for this really rich guy. His family hired him, and then they, like, totally dicked him over on all of it. What? Yeah. It's like, oh. I guess a museum, like a museum tour guide, would be a good job, a side job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to give a shit about that job. You're just like walking around, and you're like, this is. You're uh, reading off the placards. You're like, yep. You scan that, and you're like, you come up with a joke for it, yeah, and you move on. This is Monet. Uh, I think he needed a little more money when he was <laughs> doing this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see myself out. I don't get the point of this ah, piece. He did it. He did it. Everyone's going crazy running around. And neither did the people of his day. And that's why he was a starving artist. <laughs> and that's why he died with no food. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> Jurassic Park. Uh, okay. So, speaking of movies that hold up or don't that are old, mm-hmm. have you seen the original Tron? No. Because I came out in 78. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces of yeah. it. I've, I've never seen it all the way through. But I, if they referenced it on Family Guy, I would totally get it. Well, I, I watched it uh, for the first time like five years ago, six years ago. And I was like, cool. Like, for then. And also there's a lot of nostalgia in it because there's an arcade. Like, right. the main dude runs an right. arcade. And you're like, right. awesome. That is cool. And then he gets sucked into the computer, and then all they were like, all the Disney people were like, was, what What if there was, like, stuff going on inside the computer, and, like, the programs had personalities? That's it. That's all it is. And you're like, yeah, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> wow. And then the MCP, the Master Control, wait, program? Yeah. Master Control program? He's like this big booming presence and uh you're like okay well that's the bad guy we gotta we gotta kill the bad guy yeah i'm on board (laughs) feels kind of like a video game (laughs) yeah i'll have to watch it i've been i've been meaning to i heard the new one isn't as good but that's from all the um quote-unquote haters right out there because i liked it a lot (laughs) i also liked anchorman 2 a lot when come I at, saw it, I fell asleep during it. 
But I watched it on Netflix and I really liked it. It's fun, right? Yeah. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. Like pe- like you said earlier, people take it too seriously. Yeah. People take their jokes I think most too comedies seriously or whatever. I think most comedy movies that come out now are pretty awful. But yeah. I think that they're... Yeah. I think that's because they're just... Instead of going for quality of joke, they're going for quantity of joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's got... Like, the, the pace of jokes has to be like... Yeah, like bing, instead bing, of being bing, like, like a ricochet. In, instead of there being like some build up and then it being like a really good joke. Yeah. But Anchorman's like all really funny dudes and it's like yeah. And they're making fun of themselves. Lot, like right. they it's reference like the first movie shit. a lot. Right. Yeah. But it's also I I don't I'm like Champ runs a, a chicken place that sells bat meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, they call I thought it that Chicken was, of the Cave. Yeah, yeah. I thought that scene was really, really funny. That scene was great. <laughs> I don't... A lot of... But it's weird. All these comedies, I'm just like... These are... This is like... Like that one uh, Reese Witherspoon one, Hot Pursuit. Right. No one's gonna see that. Yeah. Are they? I don't get... I don't get how that gets made. <laughs> nope. You know which one did come out? Like, it looked like it would be, I don't know, but was actually pretty good with Let's Be Cops. I saw that. It has some funny parts. It was based on real events. Really? This guy, the guy who but wrote it and his friend. the entire time I'm watching it, I'm just like, how are these guys not getting put in prison immediately? eBay. They got the car. No they way. Got, yeah, they got the car for real. They put real decals on it. police officer. Oh, yeah, it's like really bad. Super yeah. illegal. <laughs> I think he did time for it. Wow. And then he and his buddy wrote... Or maybe he wrote the script, but it was him and his buddy who were the two guys in the movie. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I respect that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's why it feels kind of real, because you're just like... But, like, the concept of that is <laughs> super cool, and then I just remember watching it and thinking that it, it didn't pay up. And, you know, you never know. This is why I'm, I'm, I'm always hesitant to publicly criticize any movie or any TV show. Yeah. It, you can just say, it's not for me, and move on. But to say, like, something's... Like, to shit on something and really criticize it, it's like, first of all, <laughs> I'm sure that it got bought as a script because it was really good. Yeah. And then, there's so many fucking hands in, in the pot. Yeah, that's true. There's so many cooks in the kitchen. And so... Too many by, cooks. By, Too yeah, many exactly, cooks. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so by the... From, like, when it starts as a script, as an idea, and then turns into a script... And it has really funny jokes in it. And it's a really funny concept. And then it gets bought. And then the people who buy it make changes to the script. And then they yeah. shoot the movie. And then the student... Like, so many people a lot of change yeah. artistic decisions yeah. and, and things about the joke. That it's like, you can't really judge anything anymore. Because so many different people... I have their hands have, Make decisions on it. And you could just say... Uh, it wasn't for me. I'm not gonna say anything bad about it. And, and it's so hard to to do that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like, like good for you that you made something. <laughs> but then the other side of the coin is like, this is a shit that I could make better shit. Than <laughs> but then if you ever do get the opportunity to make your quote better yeah, shit, yeah, then all eyes are on then you. So, but then but then all eyes are on you. But then all the same shit happens yeah, to you. Like and then people some shit idiot, on your movie. Some yeah. idiot fucking executive that 
maybe has good business acumen, but doesn't get comedy <laughs> yeah. whatsoever, yep. gets to fucking mangle all your jokes, uh, and you're just like, yeah, this is my product that somebody else got to change. No. So it's so hard to... Uh, that's, that's one reason probably why all the movies that are, like, written and directed by and, like, edited by, like... Right. The people who make the movie, those are all always turn out better because it's like their vision. Right. And it's not diluted at all. That's why Louis show, it's like God, if you so good. If you criticize that, that's fine. Because that's all oh. on him. Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. If you like that He sees that show right. from beginning to end, like Yeah, his show's really good. I have a personal vendetta against him, but <laughs> I know that's a big faux pas in comedy. Can you talk about it here, or should yeah, we yeah. talk about it? No, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about it. It's, it's really just a petty thing of mine. For in 2011, I was down on my luck, and one morning, it was one summer morning, I woke up, and I had two voicemails, and they were from the assistant casting director of Louie and the casting director of Louie, and they were both, both iterating in the messages that they wanted me to be in the episode that they're shooting today in New yeah. York. Yeah. I was in L.A. But Louis had seen a video of me on YouTube doing stand-up in New York at the Village Lantern, and he wanted me to be on the show just being me, doing yeah. my stand-up. Yeah. Because like, he has someone, like, go and they even him, say that they like... even say that explicitly in the voicemail. I wish I still had the voicemail. Yeah. And... Uh, I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. Yeah. This is like so flattering. I I was like trying to get on the next plane to New York. I couldn't be in it because they were shooting. I got I got the message at 10 a.m. L.A. time, which was already 1 p.m. And they were shooting at 4 p.m. Yeah. East Coast time. You would have gotten there and like delayed it by two or Right. Three I was hours. like, can you shoot tomorrow? I'll fly there today. They're like, we can't. Sh-. No. I was like, no. So I was like this whole what if story and I was like so it was like it was like the kind of thing that like gave me hope you know what I mean but then I watched the episode that I was supposed to be on yeah and it's him and Doug Stanhope at an open mic and it's like shitting on open micers how horrible they are and I was like oh he saw this video of me and he just wanted to shit on me and me go on and like do my own thing to like show how awful well they didn't show any of the actual material did they I think they just like showed that there were people on stage they showed some people do like it's like snippets you know what I mean yeah like if you had to do a like a sizzle reel of an open mic that's what it was like (laughs) So I've always felt like... It's still be to be on Louie. He's like, this comic <laughs> that you think that all comics are like, oh, this guy gets it. He gets, like, the con- not just the human condition, but to a further extent, the human condition of struggling artists and comics. Yeah. And then I just felt so betrayed. And I haven't been able to be a fan of... Like, I still... I'll catch an episode of the show every now and again, yeah. but I don't watch it religiously like I used to, and I don't watch his specials like I used to, just because I feel like I was I was very hurt by what that. What se- Oh, 2011, you said. Yeah. Was that season one? It was. It was. Two? It was season two. It's the episode where Doug Stanhope is like 
his buddy from when they first started out, but he's going to kill himself. Oh, wow, yeah. And they go to the Village Lantern, which is yeah. where he saw the video of me performing. Okay. Like, one of my friends took a video of me performing yeah. at this show at the Village Lantern, which is, like, that that venue at the time, I don't know if it's still like that. I spent a lot of time in New York. Yeah. But not, like, ever lived there. Yeah. I kind of did when I was long distance with my girlfriend I would go there for whatever this is extraneous information <laughs> but my friend took a video of me on this show where it's like it was like the one spot when I was visiting from LA if I couldn't get a spot booked yeah. other places I could go there and be like hey if I help you guys bark on the street or if I have some of my friends that hmm. want to come see me will you put me up and they'd be like yeah cool. and one of my friends took video of me performing there once and he put it up on YouTube, and that's the video that Louis was saw. Was it just like a crappy little video? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah, and that was the video he saw, and was like, "Oh, this guy exemplifies somebody at a fucking shitty open mic." I bet you. I bet you though. Like, uh, when you would have flown out, like he probably would have either had someone tell you or told you himself of just like. Uh, so we're gonna like pretend that you're like a shitty open micer or whatever, and we're just gonna be talking. Well, they said in the voicemail, Louis just wants you to go on and tell your jokes and do your be yourself. Hmm. And if it wasn't for like everybody that they showed in this, open, it's it's like yeah, they didn't show like any of their material or anything, but it was all just like caricatures of like insane people. Of the people, yeah, yeah. You know. So it'd be like more of a, more of a bit. As like, I think it once I got there. I'm doing comedy right. instead of. I think I'm once doing I got there and found out what if I, if I had happened to get it. First of all, all I could think of was like, what better? What could be a better credit than being on the show, Louie? <laughs> like at, at an alt show. Like <laughs> this next guy was in an episode of Louie. Yeah, yeah. But then like the context of it is <laughs> humiliating. <laughs> Did you? Uh, so but you I think if I got there and I found out what it was, I just would have done like hack jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. Why would I? Or I would have done my best jokes and hoped that it went over. And it was like, oh, there's like one good comic at every open mic of crazy people. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. But I don't know, man. I just it could have gone. It just rubbed me the wrong way, and it made me feel like he was mocking me, and so I haven't been able to. It's not that I don't respect him or think that he's awesome, but I just think he's a fucking asshole now. <laughs> oh, no. And I, you know, I'm, you know, who knows what the real side of the story is, but that's the way it, it came off to me. Yeah. Do you know Nate Fernald? Yeah. Um, did you see the episode that he was in? Mm-mm. It was this season? Mm-mm. So, it was like, he goes up as a, um, it, I think it was like a, a mic of some kind, and then his jokes were like, bad on purpose. Like, basically... But that's he, what his, I've, I've been on shows with him in New York, and it, and it's like that's kind of like. But I think he, I think, I think it was written that way. Yeah. Okay. Like I think it was just written like this is gonna it's be the joke that you'll tell. It's not that they're bad on purpose. They're like good jokes, but they're like performed in a way that they're supposed to be. No, not on this episode. Okay. This episode, it was it was purposefully bad material, like it was just very, like, just this guy's just telling us about his life, and it's kind of sad. Like that, it wasn't stand up, okay. and right. like. So Nate Fernal does all that material, and then he goes to Louie after, and he's like, hey, um, I, I know, uh, like, you probably wouldn't do this, but, like, would you 
uh, maybe give me some notes on my set. Oh, he told him, he asked him that before he went up. And then he goes up after, and then he's like, hey, so did you have any notes? Like, how did I, how did I do? And then Louis's like, ah, uh, you don't want to, you don't want me to give you any notes. And oh. he's like, no, no, I really do. You promised that you would. And then he's like, all right, but not here. Let's, let's like go get some coffee or something. So they go, and then he's like, honestly, I think you should quit. He's like, that wasn't good. <laughs> And then, and, then the, and then he's like getting all he's like okay alright wow this is ugh, this is a lot and then he's like I don't know because he feels bad for him he's like I don't know maybe try a funny voice or something and he's like yeah okay and then you come it comes back later and then he's like performing for Leno doing the exact same material but talking like this oh my god <laughs> and so basically he's that's just really funny he's showing that like anyone can be famous in comedy if you like right. do the right thing right. for people or whatever yeah Oh, I just spoiled the episode for you, but it's good. It's all right. I'll still. <laughs> Once I get over my own cantankerous <coughs> vendetta, I'll, uh, I'll check it out. That's not all that happens in the episode. You want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, dude. What are you doing coming up? What are, you got? Some stuff to plug after July twenty fourth, which is today. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going on Warp Tour. Oh, I'm awesome. gonna be on Warp Tour. Uh, all the dates are on my website, sandydanto.com. But I'm gonna be on the tour from July 26th to August 8th, and uh, I got a movie coming out in the fall. Well, it premieres at Screamfest here in LA. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Tar. I don't know Is it when it's movie? gonna come out. Yeah. Do you tar people into the street? I'm not the monster. I'm not the tar monster. <laughs> I am, uh... I'm just, I'm just one of the characters, man. Tar. Oh, man. Does the street come alive? You're don't don't spoil it. See to don't spoil it. Out. But I think I guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> or did you? It's all about the word retarded and how we have to stop saying it. <laughs> It's, a it's about movie. internet. It's a, it's a metaphor for internet outrage. Yeah. And if you're gonna say retarded, shorten it to tar. Credits. <laughs> you're so tar, bro. That's so tar. There's it... a funny button scene at the end. <laughs> All right. No. Post credits? I don't know. Could happen. Did I don't they joss it? Done... I don't think they... it's done being edited Did yet. they marvel it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter. What's your Twitter? At Sandy Danto, pretty simple, just my name. It's really easy. Right, S Andy Y D A N T O. <laughs> well, I feel like it's been a good episode. Yeah, I do too. It's fun. Yeah, great, great chat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this has been you and me in thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and Sandy Danto. <laughs>